Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 14 of Just a Couple Thoughts. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is where we usually do recap, but there is no recap this week. Mm. Mm. But I do have some news. Uh, our first episode of Just a Couple Thoughts reached 100 views. <laughs> Very cool. Mm. Very cool. An actual landmark for us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So with that said... I think we're just going to go straight into our topics today. Do you have a topic, mm-hmm. sir? Kind of, but I kind of want to hear yours first. I think mine is really short, actually. Well, mine's probably going to be pretty short, too. Uh, since this is going to be a short week, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of want to introduce uh, a new segment. My new segment is going to be called uh, In Case You Don't Know. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, I didn't know this was a thing. No. Until I he wanted... said it right now. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to surprise you, but just a heads up. It's gonna be something we can easily talk about. So big surprise for the big one four, you know. So the idea of this new segment, I want to talk about stuff that is more or less common knowledge between us, but I don't think it's common knowledge between I guess the rest of the world. Mm. Just so like in the future where if we mention something that you know, at least people who watch these episodes in sequence. We'll kind of know what we're talking about. Yeah. Or what you're talking about. At the very least, yeah. Yeah. So to start with something that at least both of us know about, I kind of want to talk about genres in the anime. Hmm. So for instance, shonen, shoujo, seinen, jose, and other kind of like tropes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Stuff like soon to write not, not to get into all of them right but yeah. to give it like a basic idea of like what we're talking about yeah let, let this be like an educational part because i know a lot of people or some people who watch us or listen to our podcast don't really know what that is mm-hmm. um and it's kind of like i've realized it's kind of um not like disrespectful or anything like but like rude that we don't explain it like we just kind of assume that people know to a certain extent like yeah. Um, I bring up that like, you can leave a comment about whatever, right? Yeah. So if you don't understand anything in the future, mm-hmm. leave a comment. And at the very least, like if I don't answer it right away, I will put it into, I guess, this segment yeah. where the in case you don't know segment. But I think it's it's good that we're a little bit more proactive with teaching people um, maybe something that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like basic stuff for us anyway, not... Not saying that if you don't know it, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, something. I think in the in the future, we'll probably be on subjects like terms of film that I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people would know about or like uh, other kind of tropes, you know, mm-hmm. certain things I reference. Yeah. If, you know, I get discount Xanthem. No, not discount. <laughs> if I ever get Xanthem back, we'll talk about more wrestling terms. I think for now, let's talk about anime, manga, the tropes, yeah. And the tags, at least. Yeah, and if you have any questions, like always, you can mm. just hit us up. <laughs> our email or leave a comment. Or leave a comment. Yeah. And our email is... Just a couple Q&A at gmail.com. You there can find that in the descriptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have a link to it in the description of the podcast itself mm-hmm. on any podcasting site you can find. So, with that said, let's get into the segment. Let's just jump right into it. <laughs> So let's start with very basic stuff. When we say something like tags, right? I thought you were going to say, what is manga and anime? Okay, well, manga and anime. Manga and anime are basically animation and comics in Japan, right? If you were to translate uh, anime literally, it would just be animation. Mm-hmm. And manga, if you just translate manga literally, it would just be comic. Um, I feel like that's something that you know a lot of people don't realize about Japan is that Japan calls any animation, anime, and mm-hmm. any comic, manga, mm. right? Like they might differentiate it with like, oh, American comic, right? But they won't say American cartoon. Yeah. They'll say American anime. Can I preface, uh, preface this just by saying that um, Kev- neither Kevin nor I have ever lived in Japan. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any family in Japan. Mm. Um. What we know is based off of other people's experience. Yeah, this is all secondhand information. Yeah, so we, we could be like completely off, but I don't really think in this situation, I feel like maybe there will be, you know, dedicated communities in Japan mm-hmm. that will, you know, more easily distinguish them. Kind of like how there's dedicated communities in America that be like, mm-hmm. oh, anime and cartoon. Yeah. Right. But in general, to the general populace, 
anime is yeah. all animation in Japan, yeah. and manga is all, I guess, comic in yeah. um, everywhere. So, and and you know, I I just don't want to I just don't want us to sound like really pretentious, mm-hmm. um, because we don't know everything. Yeah, and if we make a mistake, then. Um, we're only human. <laughs> so if we make a mistake, please let us know because I hate being wrong. Um, and yeah, I don't we're want, constantly learning. Yeah. So, and I don't want to stay wrong. Yeah. So, um, I don't want to stay ignorant. So if there's something that we got wrong or something that you think is like, you have a different opinion on, hmm. um, please leave a comment or, uh, just let us know in some way. Yeah. A respectful way, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. With this, said, you know? though, um, when we talk about anime and manga, we do specifically mean Japanese anime and Japanese manga. Yeah. Let, let's not let's talk about like when we say tags, right? Mm-hmm. When we say tags, we kind of just mean genre. <laughs> mm-hmm. In certain communities, uh, tags are basically like things that are in that series. Right? It's like to categorize like. Yeah, like things that happen in the series. Yeah. Like for example, like let's say you re- you read a book mm-hmm. and it's like a scary book, mm-hmm. right? Then it would be in horror. Yeah. That, so tags you can kind of count as genres. Mm-hmm. Except tags will kind of like when we talk about tags, um it will also encompass genre, but it'll also include like other stuff that just so happens to be in there. Yeah. For instance, like if you go into a bookstore, you go into like the horror section and be like, oh, there's horror. But it's also a young adult novel. Yeah, like so, teen. Yeah, teen. So it would be just, or like, oh, this one also happens to have tragedy in it. Mm-hmm. So that'll also be part of a tag for us. Or like angst. Angst, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would just be like, oh, like Naruto would be a shonen action. Yeah. Or, or like, uh, if you go into like any uh, anime site, right, mm-hmm. even the illegal ones, um they'll also sometimes have tags in them like romance yeah romance romance Romance, would be a tag you know fluff when maybe i'm thinking of fan Fan fiction yeah (laughs) i'm thinking of fanfic tags yeah everything that we talk about genre rise will be used interchangeably with something like tag and to talk about specific tags really quick uh let's talk about the four big ones the shonen shoujo shoujo seinen and jose Mm -hmm. right yeah generally I do mean generally, because it's kind of hard to put things in a bubble like this. Manga and anime will be categorized in four different things. It will either be a shoujo, shonen, seinen, and jose. And what that usually means is shonen uh, is Japanese for boy. So Yeah, for like young boys. Young boys, sometimes teens. Yeah, so like things like Naruto. Yeah, the big Naruto, One Piece, One Bleach. One Piece, Bleach. Yeah, those are the big ones. Pokemon, I guess. Pokemon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and something like shoujo, which is Japanese for girl, mm-hmm. would be something like Sailor Moon. Or Cardcaptor Sakura. Mm-hmm. Or in the US, it's just Cardcaptors. Yeah. Um, so, or Fushigi Yugi. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, gals. Vampire Knight. Magical Girl Do Re Mi. Yeah. Well, those are getting closer to like kids stuff, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. So shonen are series targeted for boys. Mm-hmm. And shoujo are a series targeted for girls. It doesn't mean there's no crossover. It's just that that's what the audience are. Yeah. For example, like I, they're technically not around anymore, but there used to be two big printed magazines when we were growing up. Oh, Shonen Jump and Shonen Jump and Shoujo, Shoujo Beat. Beat. Yeah. Shoujo Beat's not really around anymore, but Shonen Jump is still around in a digital form. Sort of. Um, sort of. Yeah, yeah. They stopped doing the actual magazines. I think in maybe. America. In America, maybe a year or so ago. Mm. Um, there, there's still things in Japan. I think both Shoujo Beat, or whatever it's called in Japan, and Shonen Jump are yeah. still going. I think I had... Definitely Shonen Jump. Yeah, I had the... I had most of the physical Shonen Jumps. Mm. Um, I don't have them anymore, but I had the last run of the physical ones mm. um, that they did before they switched over to Alpha. Um, which is their digital version. Yeah, which is their di- which was their digital version. It's yeah. not technically called Alpha anymore. Mm. So when they switched over, um, that was a really big deal. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really 
kind of sad not to get the, you know, the physical magazine anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think it's better what they're doing now. Yeah. Which is just like um, your regular, like, manga reading service. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to, just to get those out of the way. And then for the more, I guess, nebulous terms, these, these are terms, uh, these are genres where, like, I never kind of got, like, a real good hold on. Seinen and Jose. Mm-hmm. So Seinen and Jose are like the older equivalent of shoujo and shonen. Yeah. Where Seinen is for targeted for adult men, mm-hmm. and Jose adult are targeted for adult women. Yeah. So, uh, so Seinen are generally um not always more mature. <laughs> yeah. It's for a mature audience. Yeah. But they're not necessarily more mature. Yeah. Sometimes you will get like a. Like a, an actual mature, like for men mm-hmm. series, like Monster, I would mm-hmm. say is a same in series. I'd say 20th uh, Century Boys. Yeah, 20th Century Boys, that's definitely a same in series. Yeah. yeah, those are a good series that's very mature and like are targeted for adult men. Yeah, I'd say like Urasawa's work is more seinen. He's, yeah. he, he's the author. Yeah. So we'll, we'll also talk about like authors and mangaka mangaka mm-hmm. is um basically comic artist in mm-hmm. japan um or manga artist the underpaid overworked <laughs> yeah just like the animators in japan underpaid and overworked yeah well whenever we talk about these names like i don't expect most people to understand like yeah. who, to know who they are mm-hmm. right urasawa kishimoto kubo even like directors or mm-hmm. like nomura yeah. um yokotaro yeah, and that's okay. It's okay not to know. Yeah. Um, Usually we'll clarify it. If we don't, then, you know, mm-hmm. it, in context, you at least know what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, And Jose. Jose is another one I get a harder term on, but I usually just, I just think they're good series. <laughs> okay, so Jose are targeted for adult women, but it's not always like that, I feel. So, for this Chihayafuru, I think it classifies as a Jose. Is it really? I think so. It's usually, like, a story that, like, more, like, mature, like, women can, like, relate to. Mm-hmm. So, some of them are, like, oh, working in an office. Mm-hmm. There's lots of good Jose like a romances. A Gretzko like, is sort of like a Jose. Yeah, like, if it were a manga, it would be... Like a Jose, like that's how it'd be, like categorized. Mm. It's like this, the situation that like an older person can like really understand and really relate to, yeah. like an adult. Yeah. So, um, to the ground is for our more non-anime, non-manga audience. Mm-hmm. Let's put this in equivalence of movies. Mm-hmm. So, Shonen, I think it's best classified as like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. With like superheroes. Yeah, and, like, superheroes, action, themes. very simple themes, very simple plots. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it will get ridiculous, but that's kind of like the appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like that that would be a shonen series if you ever make it in America, in Japan, mm-hmm. um, um, or a movie. Well, something like shoujo is something like My Little Pony, or uh, to put in more romance terms, um twilight yeah yeah or um I'm trying to think of a better movie <laughs> the notebook <laughs> i guess so i don't i've never seen the notebook i don't know I, I guess twilight is the best example but like you know something that's targeted for teen girls or something like that or something like um like Even, moana or something yeah, oh yeah yeah like something with like a like a strong girl Mm. <laughs> no, she doesn't necessarily have to be like physically strong, but oh, like, just Games. a female lead. Hunger Games. Oh yeah, Hunger Games. Hunger Games will be a, uh, a shoujo because it's very much targeted towards young women. Mm-hmm. Even though it's kind of action oriented, there is that romance um, plot line. Mm-hmm. It's very strong a female lead. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a shoujo yeah. easily. Um, something like seinen would be like to put like in a more understandable terms. It would be like a oh like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. That would be a seinen. Yeah. So something like Pulp Fiction, very much seinen. Like uh, Hateful Eight. What's a recent example of a uh, A good recent one? I just thought of Nymphomaniac. 
Okay, you know that Ghost in the Shell movie with like Scarlett Johansson? Mm-hmm. That would be like a seinen. Like, yeah, like a seinen or like. Well, a... Ghost in the Shell is a seinen series, yeah, so that'd be a seinen. Yeah. For a a Jose. Oh, Jose would be like. I feel like that would be the Notebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jo- Jose. Jose are like adult oriented like female movies not necessarily chick flicks but like generally kind of more mature than that mm. so like the notebook the vow oh, what's another what's a good one i don't know i don't watch movies like that <laughs> <laughs> those aren't my kind of movies uh what's like a, a romance centric t- uh, tv series um if there is i don't know oh well, Grey's anatomy would be like a jose Oh yeah. 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 Like shows like that. That would be mm-hmm. a Jose. House would be like the Satan version of that. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. So sometimes we'll like classify series. It's it's not a perfect science, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Um kinda like how those things we just said the the series we just said now are imperfect science. Like we have female audience to watch MCU movies, we have male audience to watch MLP and like uh Hunger Games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? We we're always gonna have those crossovers. So it's 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 not a perfect science. Mm-hmm. Um but generally most series we talk about will be classified under those four kind of things. what's a what's another like good anime term or just terms that we use in that kind of spectrum or otakus oh yeah i feel like people know otakus if they spend enough time on the internet they they know what otaku is by now mm-hmm. um but in case you don't know otakus are basically in america they're very much classified people who are fans of japanese things right japanese anime japanese manga whatever <laughs> it's almost synonymous with like a weeaboo so weeaboo is a more derogatory <laughs> term of otaku it, it's it's very much more of an insulting term because uh weeaboo is kind of like used for people who are like they only care about japanese series and they are kind of like imitated it's more like not really respecting the culture and the culture like, and the medium and just yeah. like just kind of like obsessing about like about it. Their base understanding of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are the kind of people you see online that like wear like yukatas and like carry swords around. <laughs> they're, they're, the, they're the kind of people who buy samurai swords. Yeah. In America, even though they're not going to do anything with it. Yeah. They're also the kind of guys that just wear fedoras for like <laughs> no reason. And they wear like the fingerless gloves and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> sounds really bad. Well, you're talking about the very much stereotype of weeaboos and like neck beards in yeah. in anime uh, in, in internet culture. But I feel like they're one in the same. Um, but but otaku in America would generally mean like people who are fans of anime and manga. In Japan, it's less of a derogatory term now, I feel. I'm not 100% sure there because we don't live there. But it used to be uh, a derogatory term for people who have no lives, basically. But nowadays, it sort of, without that association of the the derogatory term, it usually just means in Japan, um, people who have a strong hobby. So like literature otaku, gaming otaku anime otaku you know train otaku yes train otakus yeah <laughs> so they they have that really strong hobby right mm-hmm. so if we're gonna do an equivalent in america guys who are obsessed with sports they'll be kind of classified as otaku in japan mm. so i see you A's fans <laughs> the warriors fans so dedicated people like that will kind of be like otakus Avios, um, I think we're. That, I think that's good for now because I think that's a lot of information. That is a lot of information. So I, I feel like we'll we'll get more into this. This will be kind of a, I think this segment. The in case you don't know, mm-hmm. will be sometimes a, a spur of the moment segment. Like oh, people might not know about this, so let's just cover it really quick, mm-hmm. kind of thing. I know if I ever talk about wrestling again, I'm gonna do a lot of in case you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever talk about like a specific series, maybe maybe one day I'll talk about the specific studios. Uh, of anime mm-hmm. and in case you don't know anime's 
uh, are basically under Pacific Studios a lot of times. And studios are the companies that head the animation department or and also the voice acting. They basically control like the production of it. So common studios we might talk about is like Madhouse, Bones, Piero, Piero, like Ufotable, mm-hmm. Trigger. <laughs> think of them as just like uh, Kill Annie. Kill Annie. So think of it just like production companies in America, like uh, Fox or uh, Marvel the Marvel Studio, Cinema, yeah. the Marvel Studios, Disney. Think of it like that. Yeah. Where like they they can make different movies, but when I say a Disney movie, you kind of know what I'm talking about. It's like Blue Sky. Or like Blue Sky Animation. Or, yeah, versus uh, Disney. Hmm. Or Illumination. Or Illumination, Sony Pictures. Yeah. You know, Sony Animation. It's kind of like in that kind of vein where it's like you have different studios and mm. they all produce like different works of animation. Yeah. So sort of like that. So they don't they don't always stick to one kind of genre, but when I say like, oh, this thing was animated by Disney, mm-hmm. you're usually expecting good. Yeah. While if something is like animation by something like Blue Sky, you're like, that might be good. <laughs> it might be good, but it's probably not gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably gonna be another Rio. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, so that's what we mean when we talk about different studios. Yeah. So, yeah, think about it like, um, like animation companies or animation studios in America, mm. like those kind of companies, but in Japan mm. and for anime. Yeah. So usually, when we talk about anime studios uh, in Japan, they stick to one genre. Not always. Like Kyoani. It's usually like school series. Madhouse could be all over the place, but like they're usually more action oriented. They're usually good. <laughs> they're usually good. Yeah. Um, is fate series, basically. They do other like they did token Rambu or whatever. Yeah. Every once in a while they do other series. They're doing um was it Kibet uh Kimet Demon Slayer? Yeah. Kibetsu New Yaiba. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Yeah. Um, Bones, also actions. But yeah. Anyway, I think we've talked enough about all of this stuff because I think it's just a lot. Um, a lot to take in. Yeah. If you have any questions about this, do tell. Like, yeah. Or you have a question about like anime in particular, like a very general nebulous question, mm-hmm. go ahead. We'll answer it. Yeah. I, we'll- I know that not everyone knows everything about anime we don't know everything about everything about anime mm-hmm. i think a very big weakness of mine is like oh pick out specific animators and directors and voice actors mm-hmm. i'm really bad at that i only really know things as studios anime and like who is the most famous person making it mm. so uh if you have any questions about that do, do ask yeah. i'll at least do my research on it to be able to answer your thing or if you're like me you don't even really watch anime anymore <laughs> I don't even watch any anime anymore. I just kind of read manga now, so... Well, that's not even 100% true. You're just not interested in anime coming out now. Uh, the only thing that I'm watching or might watch right now is uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba because I'm already reading it. Yeah. So... I, I think for you, is you you really do just know what series you want to watch. Mm-hmm. And when that comes out, then you watch it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, your subject, Sarah? Um... I don't know. Maybe this is kind of dumb because I was like, um, all today, my friend came over. Um, well, he's a mutual friend of ours. He came over and we spent like a long time trying to figure out uh, how to play this card game. Uh, it's the MLP card game. The My Little Pony card game. Yeah. The MLP FIM. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, and it's cheap now. At least the first set is really cheap. So you can play it on the cheap, relatively cheap. <laughs> Relative to other card games. Yeah, relatively cheap. Um, and I'm not like really into the card game scene right now. I mean, I kind of was for Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not really sure where I'm going with this. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to talk about like what it was like playing games, like card games. Well, um. Uh- in high school, we were the most active when it came to card games. Yeah. So, like, maybe maybe not... Just, like, our my experience playing card games in, like, high school. Because I don't really play at locals now because 
um we don't really have one <laughs> we don't have one and like we don't we're not as into it anymore yeah i feel like locals get a bad rep in terms of well a bad and sometimes accurate rep mm-hmm. of being full of elitists yeah it's generally filled with people of like who know the card game in and out yeah and kind of don't care about other people who don't know the card game in and out yeah i just want to talk about like the the good things and then the not so good things that i remember about playing um cards the not so good thing you mean the sexism in card games don't act like i'm wrong don't look at me like i'm wrong i'm not Anyway, <laughs> so we're just going to talk about that for just a little bit because I just want to just want to touch on it, right? Because I think um, as a lady, there's not a lot of not a lot of girls, <laughs> not a lot of girls who play the card games that I played anyway, um, which was pretty much just Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, and as a normal dude who plays card games, I fit in just fine. <laughs> back in high school, and this was in 2013, so for some people it might be like, wow, high school was you know, you're, you're so young. <laughs> yeah. But like back in 2013, that was like when we graduated, but a year before that, there used to be a local, like right near our house, not right near the high school. Hmm. It's called double tap. Not there anymore. Cause they got broken into often. Yeah. Quite often. And I think there was some like behind the scenes kind of like drama. Yeah. Drama going on. Not important. Yeah. But we won't get into that because I'm, I don't want, I'm, I'm still friends with, with someone on Facebook, um, who used to work there. Mm-hmm. So don't really want to get into that too much. Okay. It was a really small card shop and I honestly don't know how it stayed open. I don't know how any card shop stays open sometimes. Unless they're really big. Yeah. Cause nobody buys anything. You notice that whenever somebody goes into a card shop, like they'll be like, I'm going to buy like one pack and then they stay there for like eight hours. Okay. Well, my theory on how cards are stay open is just through tournaments, not even the tournaments. I think it's mostly just whenever a new booster comes out. Oh yeah. Cause that's where they sell the most stuff. And then, and then people always want to support their locals. Right. So mm. Well, not even just that. The fastest way to get boosters is through a local. That's true. Because they get it early. Yeah, that's true. When we talk about boosters, we mean like a new expansion to the card games. Yeah. I, I do think that's how they do it. But card game communities are interesting. You meet a lot of people who have the same hobbies as you through card games. And you kind of like play each other. It's very similar to like the fighting game community. Mm-hmm. Where like because you both have the same hobby, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that it's connection. Yeah. Uh, and you can like play each other in it. So it's like a very easy way to at least tell each other's skill level. Mm-hmm. In card games, it's kind of different because you kind of have to buy the cards. Yeah. So sometimes it's just not necessarily skill level and more of a... Like how much you can, can afford. afford. <laughs> yeah. But that's also what I mean by there's also card game elitists out there. There are people out there who just buy the most expensive things and just let that carry them. Yeah. It's like people who um who have a lot of money buy a lot of like singles create their own deck sort of deck <laughs> yeah um and then think that they're like hot stuff because they could afford it yeah <laughs> you know and they're like that's only a real problem know. like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah because Yu-Gi-Oh is all about that money magic is less of a problem depending on what format mm-hmm. i feel like pokemon is the same though <laughs> Pokemon, you have to have a lot of money to play Pokemon. It also depends on the format. Mm-hmm. Because Magic and Pokemon have rotating formats. Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't. So it's all about that money and power creep. Yeah. With Magic, you can rotate a format and still make equally good cards. And still make money. When you rotate a format, by it the mean, way... It means that cards come in and out and that, that you're allowed to play in official tournaments. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter if you're just playing... That casually. Yeah, casually. But yeah, you do get those like elitist, definitely. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, I love going to locals because you get to meet a lot of people. Like you said, like you have that instant connection with people because you have the same hobby. Mm-hmm. But then you get that toxicity of like sexism. Certain, yeah, like certain people. Sexism. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I say this like it's super common, but that's because it kind of is. Wow. Okay, so here's the thing. 
It's the same with the fighting game community. It's the same with any like video game community, where the majority of it is men, and that's not because generally it's not because like more men just play Tokyo games. It's just that they kind of infest the area uh, that they're in, and sometimes you get a lot of these sexist men or just rude people in general. Creeps. Huh. Creepy people. <laughs> so so, it creeps, dude. All right, so card games and video games and just stuff like that kind of attract a certain crowd where it's just people who I don't want to say have no lives because it's not that's not completely accurate. But people who have... They have a lot of time. No, not even that. It's <laughs> socially inept. Oh. I feel like that's the best way to put it. Because it's not like they can't function yeah. or they can't make friends. But it's more of because of the people they hang around with, they aren't used to hang around with certain other people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's women or just other girls. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's very prevalent in a lot of video games um, scenes and like card games. Mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I don't know. I haven't been around it in a while, so it might be better. Yeah, it might be better from you know, like no, not what have I seen six years ago. So even even nowadays, whenever I check out like a a current like YouTube video on like Yu Gi Oh mm-hmm. or uh, Magic Gathering, it's still just infested with men, and it and it, it might not be indicative of like how they treat women, but it is very few. And the only times I see like women in the girls in those communities is when they're artists, mm. right? Or they're making like they're um, making like proxies, yeah. or like they're making artwork for the cards and stuff like that. That's the only time I ever see women in those communities. It's very rarely it's because they play the game, which is unfortunate for for you, Sarah, in particular. I feel like the thing that's most prevalent for you is people trying to play the game for you. Mm. I hate it. I hate it. Because, like, it's especially for Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, magic, you don't know how to play magic. I feel like it's more or less fine people helping you play magic. Mm-hmm. But you know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh, like, it's not a hard card game to get into, especially at a casual level. Yeah. Like, sure, in, like, a a super advanced like meta level, you need to know, like, rulings and interactions. Yeah. But even then, they're not that hard to understand. Yeah. It's so, all about, like, learning your deck. So once you learn your deck, you basically... You basically got the hang of it. Yeah. Because if you know how to play your deck, you also know how cards interact with your deck. Yeah. And there's very, like, few cards that interact differently. Mm-hmm. And when when you play the game enough, then you already know how to point those cards out. Yeah. So Exactly. So, Sarah, you already know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! So people, but people kind of assume that you don't <laughs> for some reason. Um, It's, it's just annoying uh, when you're trying to trying to learn a new deck mm. and people are they're trying to help like they're trying to be nice and help you learn your deck um but i find it a little annoying mm. uh when you're trying to tell me how to play um i know how to play the game yeah you know don't try to teach me how to play the game i'm trying to learn my deck it's different than trying to play the game yeah um and it's like the same with uh, just <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Well, it's um, it's it's funny because you're not even like the exception to the rule. Like I remember going back to locals um, back in high school, and any female that comes into the card game shop mm-hmm. or locals, people always just assume they don't know how to play, or they're just there with someone else. You know, sometimes it's not wrong. But sometimes they are wrong. <laughs> so it, it kind of... It annoys me personally because I'm with you and I mm-hmm. know you know how to play the game. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I weren't with you, then I would either just ignore it. Mm-hmm. But it, it kind of annoys me because I know you... Like, especially when I play with you. Yeah. And people try to play the game for you. I'm like, we're playing a game right now. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you can do this. Oh, I, I, okay. I hate backseat like gaming mm. 
that's like I've always told Kevin that's like one of my number one peeves mm-hmm. you know I hate it when people tell me what to do when I'm trying to play a game like Yu-Gi-Oh or just anything any just any game yeah. it's annoying I really really hate it um and I don't know if that's like something that my friends know about me or whatever um I hate that <laughs> I hate it cuz it's basically like, I know you're trying to do something nice, hmm. um, but I want to do it the way that I want to do it. Yeah. And I want to learn how to do it the way that I want to do it. And if it's not right, then it's The whole okay. point it's is okay. to get better at the game. Yeah. Like, like, to put this in perspective and other people who don't understand what I'm talking about, imagine if you're playing a game like Call of Duty, mm-hmm. or I guess something more relevant, like Fortnite, whatever. Yeah. And like, you die once. And because you mm-hmm. die once someone else goes over like oh i'll play the game for you then basically yeah it's kind of like that we're like no i'm still playing or like don't play the game for me yeah it's it's just really for me there's a lot of pressure um to do things right Mm -hmm. when you have like a whole bunch of guys standing behind you yeah like pointing at your cards telling you you should play this one and then after that play this one Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm not even playing anymore yeah Thanks for, like, ruining it for me. Like, I know you're trying to just be nice, but it's just, like, you know, <laughs> it's just... Well, it, it's, a, it's annoying, especially, because they won't do that to other guys. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. You never see anybody backseat gay for me. <laughs> That's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Even when I don't know how... Because I play decks, but I don't know how to play the deck. Yeah. When I was first... Back in high school, when I was first playing agents, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to play chaos agents. Mm-hmm. But no one backseat game for me. I learned how to play by myself. Yeah. That's the way you should learn how to play. Yeah. Or like when I was picking up um Dark Worlds. Yeah. No one backseat game for me. I mean, I don't mind if you tell me what to do after the fact. Yeah. Like that doesn't bother me because mm. I think after the fact that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I should have done this and this. Or, mm. well, yeah, I was thinking about it, but then I decided not to and. You know, that's why I lost, yeah. right? But I hate it when people try to tell me that during, during the, the game. game. Yeah. Because I'm like, then I feel like less confident in what I'm doing and mm. that maybe I'm wrong and that I shouldn't just, I just shouldn't play anymore. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, it's just really like, like demeaning, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. And that's why like, I'm pretty sure it's kind of like a sexist thing. Because again, never happened to me. I don't see it happen to any of our other friends, our dudes. It's mostly just you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't gone to a local in a in a minute, so. I'm not even just talking about locals. I'm talking about like any game. Oh yeah. What was the last time you seen anybody backseat game for me? Well, everybody just assumes you know what you're doing. When I play a game, everybody's like, "Why are you doing it like that?" You know. Well, but that's the thing. Like, you know, other people, if they, if they ever decide to play the game in public, mm-hmm. other people are gonna play the game for you. It's not a problem like exclusive to you. Yeah. It's like every female that walk into a, a local. Yeah. It, and it's never... You very rarely get a guy backseat game another guy. It, that, it's very rare that that happens. And I really do think it's just an assumption that you don't know how to play the game. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of annoying, especially when we play together. Yeah. Especially since um, I've been playing for so long. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying when people assume... That I can't play. Yeah. Just because I like, for example, um, I haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh in a in a long time, mm. right? In maybe like f- four years, mm. um, and we just started to pick it up again, just for fun, mm. um, just casually. Yeah, just so like Kevin and I could play, um, or I can play with my coworkers. Yeah, it's it's just like even though I haven't played in a long time, I still kind of remember how to play. You know how cards interact. Yeah. I know how the game works. Yeah. Um, I'm not stupid. Uh, just because they added in a few new mechanics that I'm not familiar with doesn't mean that I've forgotten how to play. Completely. Completely, yeah. Like, for example, they added in <sighs> pendulums. Like, it doesn't really matter, but they added in these new mechanics that make it kind of, like, more... Just more things to think about. Hmm. Um, and it kind of makes the game a little bit more different to play. Um and yet people think that I don't know how to play at all. Don't know how to play. 
Yeah. This is how you synchro summon. Like we know. <laughs> I know how to synchro summon. Or they tell me how to play, how to like make my deck, and I'm like, I know how to make a deck. <laughs> okay, I might, I might not know like what stables to put in now because it's I, been a while. yeah, I haven't played in a long time. Um, but you know what cards are good and what cards yeah. aren't. But if I'm gonna make, <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm just going off on some Yu-Gi-Oh thing. It might it might be a problem exclusive to Yu-Gi-Oh. I haven't seen that case. I've seen it in Vanguard and Magic. I've seen it in a lot of different things. Yeah. I just think that um, women just aren't taken seriously. Seriously, and it's like really well, annoying. Yeah, and it, it's it's annoying because like it's not a fact of being more welcoming. That's mm-hmm. not the issue. It's just treating them like any other card game player yeah don't it, treat people like like don't baby people yeah so so like for instance like if you see a person come into a card game store mm-hmm. and you think they might be new just ask them if they're new yeah <laughs> like our friend recently just went to a card game uh store to play a in a local final fantasy tournament mm-hmm. right and they were very welcoming to him yeah. He has a bunch of new cards now that he just got for free, basically. Yeah. Because they're they're super helping, um, mm-hmm. welcoming and helping him. But if if someone like that came into a store and has played for a long, or if someone came in and played for a long time, uh, like and it just looked like our friend, I don't think anybody will question it. Mm-hmm. But if it happened to be a female, there might be a difference there. Mm. I'm not gonna say like 100 sure. I I don't know how the female how the Final Fantasy card game community is. Yeah. Right. Although, I can't speak for the Yu-Gi-Oh! one, they're just going to assume if they're female, they're new. Yeah. Because the, the Yu-Gi-Oh! like community, I feel like is kind of toxic. A lot of the card game communities But a lot, are. yeah, I mean, a lot of those kind of communities are toxic in their own way. Yeah. But... I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh! is very prevalent of being like that. A lot of the anime card games, like Vanguard, Way Schwartz, they kind of like have that issue too. One time, um... I was waiting for you, I think, after mm. a class. This is when I was in San Jose. Um, and I went to the card game club or whatever. It's just a room. It was, yeah, it was just a room where people play cards. And like, um, I was, I think I was talking to somebody or I sat somewhere and they were like, oh, hey, do you want to learn how to play like um, Vanguard? And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> and it was like five different people trying to teach you, right? It was like this one guy, but he was talking to me forever. For forever. And I'm like, I'm, I don't even have a deck. But he didn't even give you a deck? That's like the worst way to teach someone. Like he was just kind of like talking to me about it. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> okay. What are one and trying to teach you how to play card games? Uh, one, give him a deck... To at least show them how cards interact. Yeah. Right? Uh, and two, try to at least run them through a practice game. Yeah. Right? Yu-Gi-Oh! might be hard for that because there's lots of text. There's like a, a wall of text. There's a wall of text and it's, you very much need to know at least your deck. You don't yeah. always need to know your opponent's deck. That's not important, at least learning for the game. But you need to know your deck to learn how to play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Magic... Magic is something that like you are constantly learning along the way. It doesn't matter if you don't know how to play the game, really, as long as you know the very basics. Mm-hmm. So Magic is a game that's very easy to teach someone because you just give them a deck, you have another deck, and then you learn the terminology on the way. Yeah. As long as you know lands, tapping, and how things work in battle, Yeah. you're, you're good. Yeah. Everything else you learn along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vanguard also is like you should... Vanguard is the most easiest way to teach people because if you give them a deck, you show them how to start the cards. You show them what you have to do to summon a card, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that's like the easiest way to teach people. I think I was just bored. <laughs> I was like, I just don't care about, I just don't care about learning it anymore because I didn't really want to play Vanguard in the first place. Mm. I wanted to play Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> but only like a couple people played Yu-Gi-Oh. Um... Oh, you know, one that always really made me mad is, and because it was true, right? Mm. It was like, I, I made ghost tricks, which is a, it's a bad deck. It's a bad deck. Mm. Um, it's not good. Yeah. 
Uh, but I liked it because it was cute. Mm. And one of the guys was like, that was there was like, oh, you just made it because it was cute. And I'm like, well, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people make decks because, you know. He's like, their, I did, the, I mean, the yeah. aspects of it are, you know. Yeah. He's like, I thought you appealing. just made it because it was cute. And I'm like, well, you're not wrong. But also, maybe don't say it like that. <laughs> well, also, like, is that bad? Yeah. It's like, and I didn't know how to respond, right? Because I was just like, because I didn't want to admit it. Right? Because mm. it almost made it sound like it was a bad thing. Yeah. So I didn't want to admit that that's why I made it. Yeah. Because I thought it was cute. Um, and I thought the concept was cool. Right? Yeah. But like, no, but that's the thing though. Like, it's not bad though. Like, I know a lot of people play certain colors of magic yeah. because they think that, you know. It looks cool. <laughs> like that part of the color. Yeah. Like, people play angels because angels are cool. People play like Eldrazi's because they think, you know, giant big stick monsters are cool mm-hmm. right or like vanguard they just think that pacific archetypes art style is cool yeah like <laughs> like it doesn't make sense for me like oh you built that deck because it looks cool or it looks cute i'm like well yeah that's why i built it <laughs> yeah but nobody ever asks you like why you built a deck which is a little no one asked me why i built Bermuda triangles yeah <laughs> like nobody asks you which is annoying to me because like people no like no one like was like oh you only built Bermuda triangles because they're cute girls no one has ever asked me that that's 100 percent true and no one has ever asked me that <laughs> yeah i just find it annoying when um people try to tell me how to play hmm. or people just like assume things about me i remember it, it isn't yeah. like even if it's correct like why yeah. is that wrong i don't want to keep shit talking these scenes because it's not always like that you meet yeah. a lot of cool people there. There's a lot of really cool people that you meet. Hmm. And I don't want to... Yeah, we don't want to, like, stick this big old, like... These you know. communities are sexist. That's yeah. not true. Yeah, it's not true. Right. It just so happened that, like, there were very loud sexist people mm-hmm. in those scenes. But in general, lots of those people are nice. Yeah. And in general, and they're really- a lot of those people have girlfriends. Yeah. And they're very, very welcoming people, you know? Yeah. And Always I, willing to help. And I bet you 100% there are people in those communities that get as irritated at the other sexist people in those communities. Yeah, definitely. Like 100%. Yeah. I, for every people, every person who is sexist in those communities, there are 10 people like me who get irritated at those people. Yeah, because they have like a significant other. Or just normal or, people. Or just normal people that are just like, hey, that's... That's messed up. That's man. rude. Yeah. Don't be rude. We're all playing a game here. Yeah. Um, like, I think one of the funner things I have with these communities is like when you learn a game and they're actually mm-hmm. helpful for you. Yeah. Right. Or like what? Like I remember when I was getting into something. When I was getting to Vanguard. Mm-hmm. And like I was playing someone at Vanguard, and they were like, "Oh, like." You never played Vanguard before, like yeah. So like we'll play each other. We played slowly, right? It was funny because like right after that, like you might have used a proxy deck. I'm like sure, and it was like a deck that hasn't come out yet, and you mm-hmm. just completely wrecked me with it. I was like, yeah, that was to be expected. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where like you have a connection and you can like talk to each other about it, right? Mm-hmm. I remember when we were playing together, and he was mentioning like, oh, you played Blue Triangles, right? And like I was like, yeah, like no, well, it's not that good. I'm like, that's fine, right? Mm-hmm. We both had an understanding, like yeah. My deck isn't that good, but I wanted to play it. Yeah. Right? It, it didn't matter meta-wise, like, what was good. Mm-hmm. It's just that like he just wanted to play the game. That's yeah. kind of, like, what's important. Yeah. Same with Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, I, when I was playing uh, Agents, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're playing Agents good? Like, no, I was playing Agents because it was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played it because the structure deck came out, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to play with the structure deck. Mm-hmm. And I like I kind of like the playstyle. Same was like oh trains. I love trains because they're big sticks I get to whack people with. Yeah, and I and I learned a lot about Yu Gi Oh through that community, mm-hmm. right? So I can't say that I didn't learn anything or the community hasn't given back to me because that's not true. Mm-hmm. I learned a a whole lot through my friends that I made through Yu Gi Oh. Mm. So, um. It's just every once in a while. Yeah, it's just like those like, you know, you got bad apples everywhere, right? Mm. So those people that kind of like ruin something for you, it shouldn't ruin, it shouldn't like um, spread to the whole community. 
but there are just some people that like just give you like a bad time you know it's just a hassle to deal with yeah and like i guess the guy equivalent that is like those elitist people who are like oh there's only certain ways you should play this game basically i get those people either way so yeah you you have to deal with it always because you know sexism but uh like me is is whenever i lose they just think i'm inferior to them Mm. right which is annoying because well it's hard to argue against that because yes i just lost yeah right but that's kind of not the point of why i'm playing this game yeah i'm playing this game because i want to have fun yeah winning is just like a side effect of it yeah i think um just playing should be like even if you don't win Mm. that's kind of like the reward is like you had a good time mm-hmm. but a lot of the times it's like it it doesn't feel fun yeah. that's why i play decks that i played decks that weren't very good yeah because even if i lost i was still having a really good time yeah so i played a lot of like really junky decks that like um they were really cheap mm. and like they were built off of like stuff that i had just lying around (laughs) they were really fun Mm -hmm. and even though if nobody liked them i liked them yeah and i had a good time even though i never won i only i won a single game with (laughs) jurax but they were so fun (laughs) yeah it's all about like what you make of it right Mm. so yeah it is annoying because like yeah the game the goal of the game is to win Mm -hmm. but for us and I feel like for a lot of people, the goal of the game is to have fun. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people miss that aspect. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, like, again, to relate to people who don't play card games, like, imagine if you're playing, like, basketball, right? Yeah. Yeah, the goal of the game is to have, is to win. Yeah. Get the most points. But if you're not having fun, then what's the point? Yeah. You should be having fun. Mm-hmm. Unless you're getting paid, I guess. But yeah. you should be having fun playing the sport. Or like video games. If you're playing a fighting game. Yeah, winning's important. Mm-hmm. But so is having fun. If you're not having fun, then why are you playing the game? Or like a Unless Mario a Party. Yeah, Mario Party. Yeah. Yeah. You don't always have to win it. Mario Party to have fun. Yeah. You know. You, the goal is to have fun. It is 100% for all card games. All video games. Even sports. Mm-hmm. Go all the go to time to have fun. But that's just my thought. Yeah. Anything else? I, I mean, that's pretty much it. I just I, I just remember like like certain experiences where people have said some like really creepy stuff to me. Mm. You know, like yeah, um and I, at the time I was still in high school, mm. so I was like underage. So mm. it was just like hmm. Weird. Weird. Weird, 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 weird. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um but otherwise, the the community is. You get bad apples everywhere. Yeah, the community is good. It's just. Um, you get bad apples everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes you just meet people and you're just like, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> um. But yeah, I've I've felt that before, where it's like, um, yeah, not just for, not just for card games, but for like video games too. Hmm. Um. Kevin says that I make it harder for myself. The way I play. Well, it's because you do. But I end up getting really good. Sort yeah. Of. I mean, okay. Sarah Sarah has this bad habit of when she plays video games to, I guess, not pay attention at critical times. That's not... Well, that's true. <laughs> so, um, okay. What was, what's a recent example? Um, When I played Odin Sphere. I played another game recently and you were like, why didn't you do it this way? And I'm like, oh... I completely forgot. I don't remember what it was, though. But I, I just remember when I was playing... Um, oh, Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. I never upgraded my equipment. That's right. You're, <laughs> you're playing Monster Hunter and you never upgraded your equipment. And I'm saying, I'm like, why don't you upgrade your equipment? And, and you sat there and you're like, you can do that? I'm like, yes, you can. <laughs> they show you how to do it. So you went through, I think, all the way to high rank. No, I upgraded my equipment sometimes. I just would keep forgetting. Yeah. So, but you went all the way through, I think, high rank, almost like right before the Elder Dragons. 
without upgrading your equipment really i upgraded it a couple times like i didn't upgrade the the pants or whatever and then there was something that i didn't upgrade at all there were a couple things you didn't upgrade at all oh you just don't get hit there's a <laughs> so like you, you end up going through the game making it way harder for yourself <laughs> like ridiculously harder for yourself uh, but you got far <laughs> and I'm just saying I'm like why'd you do it like this I just assume that I'm not good at the game so which is you know a bad assumption because eventually people get better at the game yeah like there, there are very very few games where if I don't spend you know at least a couple hours on it that I just mm-hmm. don't get better at all there are very few games where like I just never get better at it I, for most games the more I spend time with the game the better I get mm-hmm I feel like that applies to everybody. Because it's just, a you know, an exposure effect. That was me in Bloodborne. I was sitting there for, like, maybe two hours, and I didn't get anywhere, like, farther than I had before. Mm. I maybe got, like, a little bit farther, and by that time, I was like, I just don't want to play this game anymore. Well, you also don't know how to parry in that game. Okay, that's also true. You, you didn't know about parrying until I told you. Oh. Yes, well, so you just dodge stuff. <laughs> You just don't get hit. You, you just don't get hit. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you didn't know about parrying. You didn't know about like certain moves. You didn't know a lot of things about that game. Well, they don't tell you anything. Yeah. So yeah, the the Soulborn games are kind of notorious for that. Is that what they're called? Soulsborn. That's what people call it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I don't. I I have a. It's not that I don't pay attention. It's that I don't remember how to do stuff. So then I just never do it. And, you just then assume, just and, then you, it. and then you just assume you're bad at the game, even though that's not the case. Yeah, so then I'm just like, I guess I just must be bad at this game. I remember one of the questions they asked me when I was uh, working at GameStop was like, when you, <laughs> when you face a problem in a video game, what do you do to overcome it? Say you can't get past it. I'm like, I just keep trying until I can do it. <laughs> So I kind of just keep throwing myself at the problem until I get it done. <laughs> and it's very true. I just keep doing it until I don't die. <laughs> and that means a lot of time it's just you don't get hit. And if you don't get hit, you don't lose. <laughs> it, I don't know why you do that to yourself. <laughs> I, I think it's more annoying that like you do that and you also assume you're bad at the game. Because that's not true. You just make it way harder on yourself. <laughs> so really, I must be very good at the game <laughs> because I don't ever get hit. And therefore, I must be good. <laughs> just like when we were playing um, Odin Sphere. And I didn't want to eat anything. Even though that's the main way you get experience. Yeah, I didn't want to spend any money because I'm I'm such a cheapskate in the game. So I don't want to spend any money. So I didn't eat anything, really. I just ate the stuff. I went to, I think that there's a traveling merchant or whatever, mm. and you can like spend money to eat there. And I did, but I didn't spend money outside of that. So I would only level up when I was there in the level and not outside. Even though the main way you get experience is through eating. That's yeah. the fastest way to do it. Yeah. And then I would put on like all of these other rings. That make it harder on yourself? make it so much harder. But I think it's it's just so much easier. You put on all those strength rings, so you get you you do like five percent more damage, but you take five percent more damage. Or it's something not even like that. that. It's like you deal five percent, but you take ten percent or something like that. No, it's not that bad. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's you take five and you deal five or something like that. But then you stack them. So <laughs> that's what I do. I just stack them, and then you just don't get hit, and, then the, and then the battles go by way faster, in theory. Yeah, you also lose a lot. Yeah, but then I also get really good, don't I? Oh my god. Oh, I don't know why you did this to yourself. Try playing with my build, Kevin. I guarantee you'll get good real quick. I don't understand why you do that to yourself. You'll just never get hit. You'll just get good real fast. I guarantee it. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we go? I don't think so. That's pretty much it. With that said, then. It's it's a short time. We don't have much to talk about, I guess. There's also no recap. But again, hopefully you're aware. Um, I read everything. Leave mm-hmm. a comment. Uh, next week, um, I'm probably gonna bring a more specific topic. Mm-hmm. 
there is a couple things I want to talk about still, but uh, for this week at least, we're gonna keep it short. Yeah, let us know what you think about. Um, I, I'm curious what um everybody's experience is for at least a card game. Well, okay. I want to know what your experiences in communities are in mm-hmm. particular. Yeah. Um, I know we talked a lot about the card game community. Yeah. And like video games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in your community in particular, like on the internet, mm-hmm. real life, book clubs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, tell me about your experience with your communities. The good things and the bad things. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a lot of bad things to talk about these communities, but there is a lot of good things. Yeah. Don't get us wrong there. Yeah. We're not just talking smack about, you know, card game communities because there's a lot of good things about them. Yeah. Or uh, video game communities. So. Yeah. So, uh, I, I want to hear your experiences about them. Uh, with that said, though, I think that should close it off today. Mm. This has been episode 14 of Just a Couple Thoughts. The big one for the big 14. If you have any questions for us, you can leave a comment for us at our YouTube channel. Or you can send us an email at just a couple Q&A at gmail.com. You then, can f- yeah, we can get Jack together Sarah, jacked jacked um, together we check our comments and our emails every week mm-hmm. um you can find us at our youtube channel or any podcasting sites including itunes now and if you have anything that you want to ask us or you want us to talk about anything shoot us through any of the things i just said so with that said thank you guys for listening and i will see you guys next time bye I just really want let's get jacked to be a thing. Sarah, it's not. <laughs> let's get jacked. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.